0: Give me fuel, give me five, give me double turned into a circus actor! Ellie sucks! Can I say something that I think is bullshit? Yes, we sell out. And have you guys ever heard of the he also told me he was on acid. Now yeah, you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in fucking Durham, smoking hash through the ground.
2: Yo, Duder, this is Bob O'Rourke from Chicago, Jeff and Shane's OG guest and ratings bar setter. And you're listening to him podcast for all. All right, then.
1: Welcome to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw.
2: And I'm Jeff Winslow.
1: Jeff, one question for you. Yes, sir. Were you Tiger Woods' driving instructor?
2: (laughs) No, I was not.
1: (laughs) I don't think you call that an incident today. I think that was an accident. I think he's going a little bit too fast.
2: Yeah, he may have a fast car.
1: It was an SUV. Oh, okay. Do you teach SUVs or sedans only?
2: Well, I mean, the cars that we have are little sedan cars.
1: What's the per uh, statistics? What's the number one cause of a rollover?
2: Of a rollover? Oh boy, I don't know that one.
1: Are you guessing speed or ego?
2: Um, spigo.
1: You got a new term there. I think that's going to be in the in the law in uh, rule book next year for the state. <laughs> yeah, no
2: more spigos.
1: Um. Have you heard the new internet version of For Whom the Bell Tolls?
2: I have. It's a little more festive sounding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're talking bells with an S, not bells with a Z, like we're used to seeing it on the set list.
2: Yeah, this is like the real deal, bells.
1: Tell me what you know about Twitch, because when this news happened, I had no idea that... It just reminded me of cancel culture. I thought it was a joke, and then I realized this actually fucking happened.
2: <laughs> uh, as far as I know, so with Twitch, their streaming network. A lot of people will stream like uh, video games or uh, them playing guitar, you know, bands, right. whatever. Um, I think that it got taken down because Twitch was afraid of something to do with copyright issues with the band, maybe. Like, if they had, I, I don't know exactly what it was, honestly but I know it has something to do kind of along the lines of that, so...
1: You're playing a song that the whole world has heard a billion times since 1984. And then Twitch, or whoever is centering this, gets wind of this, and halfway through the song, it literally cuts off, and it reminds me of, like, a child's carousel circus carnival bell theme song.
2: Yeah, it was like, you know, when... Metallica decided to join the Psycho
0: Circus.
1: (laughs) Last week, we were in YYZ, which is the airport code for Toronto. This week, we're going to
2: YQR. Uh, You know, it doesn't quite have the same ring, but I like it. Uh,
1: YQR, every airport in Canada starts with Y. Why, I don't know. But we're going to Regina, Saskatchewan.
2: Awesome, awesome.
1: And we are talking to a chapter called Sask and Destroy. Ooh, I like that. You say that about every chapter, but I have a feeling this one is is up there. That's a creative-ass name. I love it, too.
2: That one is very good.
1: We're going to the Great White North for the uh, second time in two weeks. Toronto, Saskatchewan. These are like your neighbors up there in the uh, the cold, cold blue.
2: Yeah, except it was like 45 degrees today and a lot of the snow is melting and it's going to be warm pretty much all week. That's how you know you're from Minnesota when you're like, oh, it's going to be in like the 30s and 40s. It's going to be warm this week.
1: Well, last week on the fly, you implemented our new weather segment called Trapped Under Ice.
2: It was not very icy this week.
1: So there you go. Your 1130 weather forecast brought to you by and podcast for all. Trapped Under Ice. You ready to go to Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada?
2: I'm on my way to the airport right now. You are now
1: free to move about the country. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 9. Sask and destroy mr jesse robson what's up jesse
3: what's up not much just sitting here in the pandemic world enjoying uh as much metallica as i possibly can
1: well dude thanks for joining us it was uh last minute you and i going back and forth for a couple hours jesse you're talking about the pandemic and we can see you via squadcast.fm you're even rocking the pandemic a t-shirt
3: that's right. That's right. That was from the uh, drive through concert. Had a hell of a time. Sask and Destroy represented in Wolseley, Saskatchewan. It was, it was a good show.
1: Say that again. Wolseley?
3: Wolseley, Saskatchewan. They have a swinging bridge.
1: Oh, very cool. Wolseley. Try to find that on the globe, Jeff.
2: Alright, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> While you Google that, let me know where it's at by the end of the show. <laughs> Jesse, we can also see in the background a Christmas story leg lamp. One of our oh, favorites yeah. of all time.
3: It's not just a leg lamp. It's actually a major award. I won. It. <laughs> it, it, it's
0: a major award.
1: Does it come in the fragile-y, uh
3: case? I swear to God it does. I got the box just over beside the lamp there. It's, uh, you know, it was oh, pretty amazing. I, I have an amazing family, amazing wife, and... We were watching Christmas Story one Christmas few years ago and at the scene yeah. where the lamp shows up in the movie. For those of you who've seen the movie, the lamp shows up, there's a knock on the door and uh, our doorbell rang. And no I paused the movie. Yeah, I swear to God. I paused the movie, I opened the door <laughs> and there's my brother-in-law, my wife's little brother, uh, holding this fragile box and <laughs> they, they had gifted me with with the major award right, right during the movie, it was fantastic. Uh, you know, that's uh, my wife. She's, she's actually a, a co-founding member of Sask and Destroy with me. So very cool, she's pretty amazing. Uh,
0: fragile. It must be Italian.
1: So, as the actual leg is showing up on your TV, yours is showing up outside the front door.
3: Yes.
0: Yes.
1: That's uh, one of our favorite movies. A couple tours ago, Jeff and I were in Cleveland, got the tour of the Christmas Story house, and it's it was like a dream come true walking through that home.
2: Except it was like a hundred degrees the day that we went there, so it had a little bit of a different feeling. You know, you're used to seeing it in snow and winter time, and we walk up, and there it was, and it was it was still awesome to see though.
3: All right, its glory. Yeah. We watched it each year, every, every year, and I always I always tell the kids, I'm like, you know what. This is a movie. This is this is a movie. The stuff you watch these, you know, today, those aren't movies. This Christmas Story, that's a movie. Exactly,
1: that is a movie, classic, and it'll never be topped and never duplicated. Exactly. So you and your wife found uh, Saskin Destroy a couple years ago.
3: That's right. Yep, it would have uh, would have been. We started in 2018 to really get the chapter. I think at conception, we were thinking, hey, let's start a chapter, 2017. Contacted Metallica in 2018. The guy who runs it was, I don't know if he was busy or what, but by the time 2018 rolled around, he's like, just give me a few months. And then 2019 happened, and he was like, okay, you're a chapter. And so uh, officially founded in 2019, cool. uh, Sask and Destroy, Chapter 528.
1: Any other names that you guys discussed, or once you just said we're starting it, it's going to be Sask and Destroy?
3: Yeah, you know, I heard you mention how cool the name Sask and Destroy was. Uh, Little humble humble start there, because we actually the first name that was propositioned, you might say, was uh, Enter Saskman, which which, like, at (laughs) first... pretty solid. Yeah, at first you're like, you know what? Yeah, that could work. And I'm like, let's do it. And then the more I said Enter Saskman, I'm just like, oh, man, there are too many jokes. There's just there's just, I don't know how many people are going to want to join that chapter, you know, just like, what, <laughs> what exactly do you guys do again? Okay. <laughs> so I did a little brainstorm with some uh, members and came up with Sask and Destroy. I wish I had the full list with me right now, but there was all sorts of names. Sask that's and Destroy
1: was, solid. was the coolest. I agree. I, that's, that's pretty solid. Jeff kind of reminds me of uh, you and I trying to come up with podcast names about a year
2: ago. Oh, that was a big list
1: was there about 40 of them
2: oh easily yeah
1: what was the worst one?
2: Oh man I, I wish i still had that list because there were some interesting ones on there um
1: jump in the podcast <laughs> the yeah. call the calls of podcast the you call, the caller
2: <laughs> the call of the podcast
3: fight podcast with podcast
1: <laughs> yeah it was literally going down that whole list and I think once we heard in podcast for all, we didn't. It didn't go any further. We're just like, "Yep, that's it. End of discussion."
2: We figured that in podcast for all was better than podload or pod reload. Purecast, Saint Podcasts, some
1: kind of podcast.
2: I actually think that was that was one that we actually we I think we that was up <laughs> there. We were like, "All right, that was a decent one." But I think it was the idea of, do we really name our podcast after, well, I mean, I love St. Anger, but do we really name our podcast after a St. Anger song? Eh, probably not.
1: Yeah, you were all excited. All I could picture was a a red fist just punching that Sure 55 microphone.
2: Oh, yeah. That would have been perfect. It would have, instead of the red fist, it would have been the microphone with the the leash around it or the noose around it. (laughs) (laughs) The leash?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take my fist for a walk here.
2: Yeah, right?
1: Well, Jesse, when did you uh, when did your whole uh, life like ours turn into Metallica? What was your first memory that still remains?
3: Well, I'm 38 years old, uh, so Metallica's about to be 40, I think, right? So, there you go. I was uh, my brother, my older brother, Justin. He introduced them to me. Um, I remember listening to. I remember he had the he he bought the the black album cassette tape. So I would have been like nine years old, I think. And, uh, hearing that was, he would just play it over and over and over. And, and it was like, man, like what? Like it just, it just, that was, that was it. That was the album that we, that I heard nonstop was the black album. And, um, and then, you know, a few years later, I remember he got the uh, box set, the, uh, you know, Seattle binge and purge, all that stuff, the, the year and a half and life of Metallica documentaries. And those documentaries played on loop in our house and, and, I was probably too young to be watching those things, but, uh, yeah. Watch them over and over. it just, they just, Metallica just became part of our every day. And, and I credit my brother to that. And you know, it, it, it's just stayed that way. I don't know how to describe it exactly. you know, professional wrestler, Chris Jericho said, I've loved Metallica since, since they were, since they started and that makes me feel like I'm in the band. And, you know, that's how Metallica feels to me. You know, we're all in the band. We're all in this journey with them. And I think that's a pretty cool way to look at it.
1: That's a great way of putting it. It's just, it's been one hell of a ride since the first second I heard them. I'm sure it's the same for Jeff. And when that, uh, when that ride stops, I uh, highly doubt it. It's going to be a part of our life forever.
3: Exactly. I named my daughter, Talica. Talica? Tallica. T-A-L-L-I-C-A.
1: Wow. This is going to take up the majority of the conversation. Uh, how old is Miss Talica?
3: Right now she's seven. Talica!
1: And I. You know what? She fits. Jeff, can you of. take this? I don't even. That is unbelievable. That's. Wow, that's cool.
2: that's that is some serious dedication to the band for sure. Well, you know, uh,
1: your idea, Jesse, or
2: your wife's?
3: Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll say it's mine. It's mine. but we were we were so our our first daughter, victoria, we we love her very much. You know, we were thinking about our daughter's second name, we trying to figure out what what it would be. and uh, wow. And somebody suggested. I think as a joke or not. You know, what if you named your daughter Metallica, and <laughs> and I'm like, I couldn't name my my kid. Actually, we didn't know if it was a, I don't um, know, we did know it was a girl at that time, uh, okay. but you know. So, what if you named her Metallica? I'm like, we couldn't name her Metallica, and then I just started thinking. I'm like, but could we? <laughs> but we could name her Metallica, and it 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 doesn't. It it sounds like a name. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds sure. like a name. And um, the thing is, uh, is that we, before this, we had talked to our grand, uh, our, our mothers, my, my wife's mother and my mother, uh, so the grand, grandmothers, and, and said, we want you guys to help pick us the name for our daughter. And uh, so um, they were excited and happy about that. And my, my, my mom, who's extremely religious, uh, she had said um she gave me a f- few suggestions and everything but then she in, in her suggestions of the rest of the email it said i I, w- I just wanted to i just wanted to to emulate something about the light of god or rains falling down from heaven and i'm like okay like my mom was you know born in 56 loved the beetle she's a hippie let's, let's be real here uh and so i'm like okay light of god rains from heaven
2: Instead, I'll name her after a band that has a song called
3: "The God That Failed." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, how do how do I how do I rationalize naming my daughter Tal, Talica And so, what I I started looking at the the name, and I, I started like searching the name and just seeing if there's other names like it, and 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 then I separated it. I said, you know what? I'll search. I'll search Tal. we will see what Tal means. And, uh, Tao meant prayer for morning dew. So the, the Oh the, mom, I have a reason. The Jewish farmers in the Bible, they, you know, the, the, they had a drought and, and they, they, they prayed for not rain, but for, for just like moisture. And, and their their prayers were answered with, with morning dew. And that prayer okay. was, was named Tao as a result that that. The name of that prayer is Tal, T-A-L. And I was like, wow, that's that's kind of what my mom said about rains from heaven. That She kind of wants it to be Tal. And then so I said, well, I, I might as well search Ica. Lo and behold, Ica. Icarus. Ica literally means the light of God. And so. No way. Tal, rains from heaven. Ica, light of God. This is the name you wanted, mom. This is the name you asked for. And so I, that's how I, I approached my mom and said, you know, you said you wanted rains from heaven and light of God, Tal Ica. Her name is Talika. And at first she was like, I don't think you should do that. And then she, went, <laughs> then she came around to it. And uh, you know how what? About uh, Sorry, go ahead. It's just she... She's such a cool little wow. kid. She just she she's a little bit of rock and roll. She's a little bit of princess. She's awesome. Just you know that's so cool. Jeff, you can relate with that. You got three daughters.
2: I got three daughters and uh you know, unfortunately me and my lady got into it naming our youngest because I picked her name. She picked the first two. Oh and I I went, I guess, the complete opposite of Jesse. Uh, He picked the most unique name in the world, and I apparently picked the most common name known to mankind. So, which is Emma. And Emma has been the most common named girl name of like the last decade, I guess. And I didn't know that. What's weird is my whole entire life up until like maybe like literally a year ago i don't think i've ever met an emma ever in my life
1: every time i hear emma i think of that was like a name from like the olden days a real popular name like the 30s and 40s and then it came back and got popular
3: in the last 10 years
2: i guess it's just like a super popular name so
3: was that homage to metallica like emma Metallica?
2: I like where I like where you, like where oh, you went with that. Okay. <laughs> um, Jeff,
3: go,
1: Jeff, go tell your woman that right now and see how that goes over. I'm,
2: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pull out the birth certificate real quick and make yeah. a quick change.
3: <laughs> it's, it's funny. Yeah, you mentioned documentation, and so in 20 uh, 2018, we saw Metallica. My wife Jody, she won tickets to, to meet meet and greet. Uh, so she met Lars, Kirk, Rob, before the show in Saskatoon. I was okay. I was up in the uh, spit out the bone buffet. Being I remember that jealous chewing on ribs or whatever. But uh, hey, at least you got some food. Yeah. So she she meets Lars. First thing she says to Lars is, "Don't sue me." And <laughs> Lars <laughs> Lars likes to take up the room, you know, and and Lars backs up and jumps in. He's like, "Oh." what kind of reputation do I have? Uh, and he goes, why would, what, would you do? what Would you do? And, uh, she goes, I named my daughter Talika and he, he lost his mind. He's like, what? What he, um, after the conversation, he left the room and came running back with his personal phone. And he says, do you have any, like, I think he asked before he left, did you have any like documentation of her, of her, wow. name? any ID cards? Or and, and, uh,
1: you're saying he left the meet and greet to go get his phone?
3: Yeah, at the, at the end, Jordy was the last person on the meet and greet, I think, and okay, so he left, came right back b- before they had all left the room, and uh, and he wanted a picture of of our daughter's ID. Now, in Canada, if you're Indian or First Nations, you know you need a, a card to prove it. To the government so they can track you or something, <laughs> but um, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, we had our daughter's treaty card with her and she uh, has her little her little photo on there. She was like five years old in the photo or something, and so yeah, Lars took a photo of her card and he just couldn't believe it. He's like, "I've heard I've heard every name under the book. I've heard Lars, Rob, James, Kirk, Cliff, Jason. You know,
1: right? Sure.
3: I, I I've never heard Talika, so that was cool. Talica.
1: So what did your mom say when uh, you guys said, no, this is it. This is final. We're going with this.
3: You know, I tend to be stubborn in, in some things in life and my mom knows that. And so when my mind's made up, that's the way that's the way it goes. Unless, um,
0: Dude, unless there's a good reason
3: not to. But yeah, it was cool because uh, after the show, Saskatoon, my brother was up in the higher up in the stands. We were front row up against the rail. And uh, after the show, Lars was walking around in points right at my wife, points right at Jody. And he says, you're Italica's mom. My brother was up in the stands, took a picture of Lars pointing to it. It was like the exact moment of wow. Lars pointing. It was just so cool. So everything just.
1: Special moment, man. It all lined up. It was meant to be. Totally. Jeff, I want you to go tell Amanda that your next child is going to be called Saint
2: Anger. <laughs> yeah, I am not having any more kids. No. Uh, three is that's a good amount
1: three is enough if you have four you're gonna have to get a bit uh, bigger vehicle
2: yeah no i i right now can still get my whole family in a sedan which anybody that knows me knows i'm a car guy not really a truck or suv or i was thinking
1: like dodge caravan (laughs) ford Windstar, uh mercury sable no
2: (laughs) no i couldn't do it
1: okay go wake a man up and say we got to change emma's
2: name (laughs)
1: <laughs> she'd be like all kid. right
2: she'd be like all right awesome invisible kid <laughs> <laughs> that kid is the complete opposite of invisible how many times have you seen him live
3: seven seven times uh but 2020 really really fucked me because <laughs> i was uh, wanting We had plans to see them three more times in 2020. So it would have been um, at the Sonic Festival. Uh, We would have saw them twice, the Friday and the Sunday they would have played. And then uh, we were going to go see them in Chile because one of our Sask and Destroy members, um, Christian, he's from Chile. That's where he lives, in Santiago. So we we had plans to stay with him and everything. And COVID just kept on hitting, just kept on coming at us. And uh, everything changed as we know so. Everything got canceled. So really, I was looking forward to seeing them 10 times by the end of 2020, but didn't hit that number.
1: Seven's not bad, man. Which ones uh, Which ones stand out?
3: Actually, I, I want to say in 1997, they came to Saskatoon. My brother went to go see them on the reload tour. I would have been 15 years old, just turned 15. Apparently, my mom said I was too young to go to <laughs> take the three-hour trip with a bunch of my brother's friends to go see Metallica. So... You know, I missed seeing Jason Newstead pisses me off to this day, but, uh, <laughs> whatever.
1: Real like, mom, I've listened to the Black Elm cassette 15,000 times. I need to go to the show with my brother.
3: Yeah. No, I, I, uh, for whatever reason, it just, it's all a blur. All I know is I didn't go. Probably pouted a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you made up for it for the next seven times, right?
3: That's right. Yeah. So the next time would have been nine uh, in Winnipeg on the, uh, death magnetic tour and uh you know yeah i want to say something about death magnetic tour that they played a lot of death magnetic songs on that on that show and Mm -hmm. i'll be damned i'll be damned that was one of the best times one of the best concerts i've seen of them i mean that is an underrated album live those songs kick ass i mean absolutely yeah uh, so that was one of one of the best and there's actually uh somebody on the on YouTube took the performance of one and they took the audio from you know livemetallica.com or whatever and uh, they synced it with a bunch of bunch of fan cam videos. So it's, it's synced audio with just a bunch of fan handheld videos. And uh, it's on so YouTube. like a multi-cam? Yeah, you just search that on YouTube. I mean, that is, to this day, the wildest performance of one I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I can... I watch that video and I, I almost shake remembering that performance.
1: Definitely to check, check it. it out. Check it out. I love when someone puts together a multicam. It's always good shit. Jeff, speaking of YouTube, you sent me a video earlier today.
2: <laughs> the, where, did,
1: uh, where did that rabbit hole pop up?
2: Oh, that just popped up randomly. I just—I don't even know how I found that. I wasn't even—I don't even think I was watching. music like music YouTube (laughs) stuff. like i think i was watching something like cooking related all of a sudden i was just scrolling down and i was like oh this looks kind of funny
1: and it's titled all things or everything james hetfield or the most james hetfield video
2: yeah it's like the most james hetfield video ever and it's just like every video is just like
0: yeah (laughs) and
2: it's just like a whole compilation for like two minutes of him doing like a bunch of like Right, burping guttural yeahs and it's freaking hilarious
1: there's even some banter in the end too that was really good it was good yeah i the insert sample here
2: there was one that I forgot about that's like one of the best ones was in the beginning of battery when he goes
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> just the way he does it it sounds so fucking funny I heard that in that compilation and I was like I forgot about that
1: That's when your smartphone knows you're a Metallica fan because you're looking for cooking videos or automotive videos or Elon Musk videos. And then all of right. a sudden it's like, wait a minute, I've never seen this because all of us diehards pretty much can recognize a Metallica YouTube video just by the picture of the video. Yeah. And then it's like, wait a minute, what is this? Interesting. And, it's, and it's funny because,
2: yeah, it'll pop up under like, you know suggested or whatever and like yeah it's either watching like cooking or cars i swear that's like most of what i watch on youtube
1: <laughs> exactly and here we are listening to oh yeah oh ah totally worth it i'm so glad it popped up i'm checking that out i'm checking out jesse's uh suggestion of one from saskatoon nope. multicam cam winnipeg. winnipeg i'm sorry dude yeah. winnipeg, winnipeg
3: 2009
1: 09 Winnipeg that was like the day before they played Minneapolis you you saw that show didn't you Jeff yes I did every time I think of world magnetic in Minneapolis James is using a Ken Lawrence double neck yep and you didn't see it much after that
2: well I mean I wouldn't bring that guitar out on the road very often either
1: it was for nothing else matters and i swear i've seen that guitar maybe in 3 other shows in minneapolis was one of them on on
2: uh, 09 magnetic i remember when he pulled that thing out i was like ooh you
1: know it's going to be hell of a road man. case to hold
2: that that one hell of a strap to fucking support it
3: i always think of auto auto from the simpsons you know those guitars that are like double guitars that was a great
2: impersonation you know these guitars that are like double guitars you know
1: jesse if you can do another 45 minutes of auto i think this might be the most downloaded episode so just keep on rolling
2: me and shane are huge simpsons fans
3: whoa i have mustard (laughs) that's it i got two two lines for auto
0: All I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple of old cycle magazines. Wow! I have mustard.
1: (laughs) Speaking of the Simpsons, the Metallica episode is pretty stellar.
3: I know it's 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 one of those things where you've made it, but have you been on the Simpsons? And if you can say yes, right,
2: once you're on the Simpsons, that's like guaranteed. I think it's Metallica. Mm Wasn't wasn't corn on the Simpsons too? Aerosmith with the flaming Moes episode. Yeah, I know Green Day was there in the movie. Yep, Cypress Hill. It's it's really Cyber funny tilt, because yep. I, lo- I love the fact that Green Day they go down on a on a barge that disintegrates in the movie. That's right. God, I forgot about <laughs> that. That was a long time ago, man. That Was a long time ago.
1: It was even longer time ago. It was Aerosmith and the Flaming Moe. That was like the mid-90s, I want to say. Yep. Mrs. Krabappel, I really need my drumsticks.
0: Come and get them. Come and get them, yeah.
1: <laughs> and here we are in 2021. How many things have the Simpsons predicted in the future?
2: Right. I know. it's It's scary. I follow a page called the Simpsons Predictions.
1: <laughs> there was something last week. I can't even think what it was. But the most out-of-this-world one in, like I want to say, was the early 2000s?
3: Oh, was it the uh, Mayor Quimby going to the Bahamas while the city suffered?
1: That's what it was, Jesse. That's what it was. Just like Ted Cruz last week going to Cancun during the storm. That's exactly what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the most wild one, though, is they predicted Trump was going to run for president. And when they predicted it, they had Trump and his wife come down an escalator just like he did at Trump Tower to announce his presidency. That's fucking crazy.
2: That was weird. It was like
1: 15 years ago they predicted that?
3: Yeah, I just want to say God bless America.
1: That's coming from a true Canuck right there, right?
3: Yes. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Canuck, sorry, a little segue there. The uh, Through the Never film Filmed in Vancouver, home of the Vancouver Canucks. The yes, sir. A n- couple nights before they, they officially launched the, the filming of, of Through the Never, they were in Edmonton for two nights. That would have been the third time I saw Metallica. So we got this, the full-on dress rehearsal, cameras rolling of Through the Never as for the third time that I saw them, yeah.
1: So Jesse, you and I can technically say that you and I have seen a show together because I was there.
3: Were you there night one or night two?
1: Night two of Edmonton and night one of Vancouver.
3: Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're still going to say yes, but I was there night one of Edmonton. Amazing, uh, dude. But such a good show. God. Uh, I went
1: with my bass player up there, Mr. uh, Mikey Presley and myself. And I don't think we are ever going to see that type of production again in an arena.
3: No. And I remember, um, not particularly being a fan, not, not, I shouldn't say that, but, um, as far as death magnetic goes, they played cyanide and I wasn't, I'm like, ah, cyanide, that's not my favorite song from death magnetic, but Mm -hmm. the fucking visuals at that concert with those, those screens that were coffins. And the mm-hmm. people the people inside and they woke up and they're banging out like you could, you watch it in the film. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Co- it's cool. But seeing it live, man, like you're you look it feels like you're looking at a dude fighting for his life. Like that's what it felt like. It was eerie and uh
1: The coffins back. were real with the videos of people inside of it.
3: Yeah. It was like man. It was wild.
1: Trying to escape and trying to find the latch and like they're trying to figure out how am I gonna get out of this box. Yeah.
3: It's fucking unreal. Um, Great visuals. And then Jeff, you said Minneapolis in 09, You saw them. I saw Metallica in Minneapolis in 2016. Uh, that was the the night after the they, the US Bank show. US Bank, yeah, the night after they launched "Hardwired," "Self Destruct" song. Yep. Uh, uh, that was like a 14 hour drive. Pretty pretty wild stuff. Good. Loved the show. I think. I mean. I think that was uh i remember just being psyched to hear king nothing live that was yeah the the, the 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 cool thing about that is i was i was i didn't go with like my wife it was me and a couple buddies but i kind of broke off with them in the pit and uh so i was just totally by myself ended up beside some dude uh and we're i'm talking to this dude and then a year later uh, we were at Metallica in edmonton Again, at the uh, the football stadium in Edmonton, on the way to the Snake Pit, because we won pass, pit passes to the Snake Pit, which was nice. awesome. But uh, on the way to the Snake Pit, I run up to the same exact dude that I saw in Minneapolis up against the rail uh, in Edmonton. And so, you know, we had a little moment, said hi, took a little selfie. If you look on the Saskin's Instagram page, you can see that post of me and him in the pit in Minneapolis, and then me and him in the pit in in Edmonton. One, It's like one year to to, to three days off or something, you know, that we saw each other. So that was cool.
1: Small world, Jesse, it's amazing who you run into and you can go two, three years down the road and be next to the same person on the rail. It's like, Holy shit. Seriously.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, while we're talking about live shows, um, our little segment and voting for all where we have two things, whether it's, you know, song album cover, whatever it may be, they kind of go head head to head against each other. Tonight, end voting for all actually has to do with a live setting. All right. So, are you ready for end voting for all, Jesse?
3: I've never been more ready for anything in my life.
2: Perfect. All right, dude. So. He
1: has a Christmas story lamp. If you have that in your office, you are prepared for you're, what life is going to bring. Yeah, you.
2: you're prepared. Well, good because tonight we because are doing.
1: It's some sort of an award.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tonight, we are doing Battle of the Show Openers. So this one is going to be a little personal one for not only Shane, and but myself as well. Uh, we are going to be doing Creeping Death versus Breadfan as the show opener. What is a better opener?
3: So Breadfan, Bread Fan was at the Vans Subway concert in England, or where was that in Europe? That, House of Vans. Yeah, House of
0: Vans. Yeah,
3: when i saw that concert and they starting with it and the venue i mean i lost my mind i was it was i was watching it down here in the uh cave and uh and uh, it was just like i i always wanted to hear them just open with just a just a quick short hard fast song like that and it, we'll Great. get into that later with my dream playlist but um oh man and then he taught creeping death so minneapolis 2016, they opened with Creeping Death. Edmonton, 2012, they opened with Creeping Death. And, um, you know what?
1: <sighs> I'd like to say Creeping Death, they've played probably 1,800 times. I bet 1,500 of those, They've it's been the opener.
3: <laughs> it's a good opener, but you know what? I, I kind of like it late. I think the uh, first time I saw them, it was late in the show towards you know 75 percent through and you're, you're feeling that you're kind of like oh getting tired getting tired and all of a sudden that you know and it just it it hits and and the the whole die 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 and oh man like i i think it i think it works better for me as late in the show so i'm gonna have to give the vote to bread fan oh yeah <laughs> There you Jeff, have it I'm,
2: Shane.
1: Jeff comes up with the vote every week everyone. We everyone that uh is a listener, has been a guest, is a fan, knows this bread fan, um little gaffed. Jeff, I'm surprised you you picked these two.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we have to we have to let the fans and the the followers of the page speak. Let's see what they have to say. Let's see is Red fan, really a better opener than Creeping Death. I I thought it was time to finally air it all out.
1: And voting for all episodes are Wednesday. The uh, vote opens Thursday morning, closes late Thursday night with the results posted Friday. Jeff, what are you going with, my man? I have a hunch.
2: I think you already know where I'm going with this one, because I've said before that I think that Creeping Creeping Death is the best opener, in my opinion.
1: Best opener, period?
2: For Metallica? Yes. Yes. Okay. Without a doubt. That's my number one for opener. You uh, you don't even need to ask me. I already know where you're lying on this. You're going to agree with me. Oh, wait.
1: Shane is hanging out with Sask and Destroy because there is no better opener in any setting <laughs> when Ecstasy of Gold ends right in the bread fan riff <laughs> now i've been wrong the last couple of weeks about how much this vote would go we had pulling teeth versus orion i was off by like 40 percent of how that would end up um you and i were way off on who would choose the load album cover artwork <laughs> over the reload artwork
2: yeah, this is true
1: we were way off on that. Um, we will see how this one goes. I
3: Load load artwork as far as superior. I just want to put that out into the air.
1: Thank you, Jesse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a seaman, man. He's, he's a seaman.
2: A seaman.
1: As much as I'm going for bread fan, I'm going to
3: think Creeping Death wins this poll. I think Creep's going
2: to win this one too.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. And as, as soon as I said it out loud, I realized you're in the minority here, Jesse, people aren't going to agree with you. Uh, so I, I stand by my decision, but I know full well, it's not necessarily the popular decision. I think, you know, when you see Metallica enough times, you kind of just want to, you want to just see them do bizarre things, mix it up and, and go crazy a little bit, you know, and, uh, Um, I would honestly love for them to start a concert with inner Sandman. I know it's coming towards the end at the end or right before encore or whatever. You know, you start a show with inner Sandman and I'm like, holy shit, anything can happen after this.
1: Sure. Very good point. That's where Jeff prefers to see Sandman. If I had to choose. You brought it up before many times. I have. Since we're talking set list, Jesse, have you prepared your dream? No more set list.
3: Actually, yeah, I have. I have. It was. Uh, it was stressful. It was. I talked to my. <laughs> I talked to my wife about it until her eyes glazed over, and. Was um, this
1: a uh, a joint effort with the wife, or this is strictly Jesse Robson's Saskatoon
3: setlist? This one is mine. This is Jesse Robson's Saskatoon set list um, Let's hear it. Okay, shit, let's go to it then. Uh, so as I was talking about Brad starting up the song, uh, starting up, starting up a concert. You know, that was my vote. Uh, my dream set list starts with free speech for the dumb. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Jeff,
1: we've opened the show with that before.
2: We have actually. It's funny that he said that. That's why I laughed. <laughs> Dude. I love that. Jesse.
3: You know what? exactly. It's, cama- <dairy> <cans> it's just, Man, it's such a good riff and it's just the headfield, just, just, yeah, you know, just pure head up in that song. Uh, love that. Love that song. Um, let's just keep that energy rolling. Go straight into Motor Breath from Kill 'Em All. Love that song. Just, fuck oh it. Yeah, so um like to start heavy, start strong, start fast. from so Free Speech, Motor Breath, Dyer's Eve from Injustice. Um, Wow, Dyers Eve 3rd? Yes. Yes, the crowd is the crowd is is livid. We're 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 bouncing off the walls at this point. Uh, then we bring it down a little bit. A little wow. bit a uh, little bit until it sleeps for the fourth song on the, on the track. My uh, kind of dude. Yeah, love that song. Yeah, love I that too. song. That's uh, we
1: haven't had sleeps yet. Really? Really? After eight weeks in season three, we started this in, the, uh, in this season. Jeff, we don't have any ad sleeps. It doesn't even ring a bell.
3: I don't think we have.
1: Great song, great great lyrics, and a great guitar solo.
3: And a great music video. Let's be real here.
1: Well, yeah, we got Eyeliner and Jason on his knees with a bunch of shit and paint, and who, who, who knows what else was in that pile. Jeff, one of your favorite solos,
2: the "Until It Sleep solo.
1: Yeah, I love it.
2: I love that solo. I wouldn't say one of my favorite. One of my favorite to play live because I don't have to do much, so I kind of like that. It's simple,
1: but it's smooth.
2: It is smooth. It's definitely. It'd it'd be one of my favorites off of Load. I don't know. I I don't know if I'd say a favorite Kirk solo in general, but off of Load, definitely one of my favorites.
3: Right on. Okay, so. Moving along, um, while we're slowing things down a little bit, blackened twenty twenty, <laughs> blackened twenty twenty. I
2: I'm glad you say that because I was wondering if someone was going to throw that in. Eventually, talked about
1: that in a while. I like to call that whitened,
3: <laughs> beige ind.
1: Yeah, right. Great song, Jesse. Haven't had that either. This I knew when this started with free speech for the dumbest is going to be very very cool
3: i do not fuck around when it comes to metallica now um the, you know black in 2020 uh, it was it was 2020 was dark man like i said we had plans for concerts and all this you know we're we are we are mobile people we keep moving and 2020 just put a stop to everything and uh when metallica just released that i was i was ready for something metallica and uh you know, they were all in their own little houses of the video and they're, they're playing and, and Kirk's, mm-hmm. Kirk's got his $2 million guitar and just, <laughs> fuck, it was just, it was just, it was just the right time for me. And so that song, that song hit, hit good. It landed well with me. So yeah, that's number five. for me.
1: I love it. Until Blacking it sleeps 2020. Blackened 2020.
3: Then it's Bring It Up A Notch with The Thing That Should Not Be. Yes. And while we're headed that direction, go right up into Murder One. Wow! Let me tell you, I've wow seen, I've seen people on Metallica.com forums talking shit about Murder Rip One. Rip that
1: song apart, sure.
3: I don't understand what they're talking about. The, the 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 like the simplicity, the heaviness is just that. Like the lyrics, one man does not give a damn. Like, right. What? It's Lemmy. It's a Lemmy song. Are we oh. They should be playing. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know how you diss that either. They don't like Motorhead or they don't like the riff or the simplicity of it. It's heavy. I like it.
3: So yeah, it's number 7. Murder One for me and we're keeping with the hardwired theme going to Halo on Fire. To me that right. is That's that's a new epic. As far as I'm concerned, Metallica has a few epics. Not a few. They have numerous epics throughout their career and as far as I'm concerned, Halo on Fire is in that
1: list of epics. When I heard Halo, I shouldn't say for the first time, but very soon after kind of digesting the record, when Metallica at some point does put out a greatest hits album because there's nothing else to put out and they're bored or it's past their time, I think Halo on fire is in their top 10 greatest hits.
3: I agree with you. I think that... Metallica growing beyond thrash while has been unpopular with many is the only thing that's kept them alive this long mm-hmm. I love how they can go back to thrash if you ask me hardwired to self-destruct the song is 100% thrash it's pure thrash it's three and a half minutes it's just you know like it's, it's it's 100% thrash but it's also on an album with Halo on fire you know like it's. And, and 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 others that are, they're, they're so diverse, and that's that's the key.
1: Um, Can the two of you picture hardwired on Kill 'Em All?
3: Oh, absolutely. Without
2: mm-hmm. a doubt. Without a doubt. That's one of the most Kill 'Em All esque, you know, sounding
3: songs that they've written since. Mm-hmm.
1: Like a little hit the lights whiplash feel.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's Halo's number eight. Number nine, end of the line. This again, good memories going back to that wow. two thousand nine, two thousand nine Winnipeg concert. End the of the tour, line.
1: man. That was the second song on the live set. Yes, second song Very on the album.
3: Heavy. Yeah, hell of a song. Underrated. Play it. YouTube it. Watch it. Love that fucking song. Um, actually, I had I struggled. I knew I wanted something from Death Magnetic there, and it was it was between the first three. So. That was just your life, broken, beaten, scarred, and, and end of the line, as well nice. as as well as um, David never comes and Judas kiss. Judas kiss probably my wow. My, yeah, you know you know why? It's because it's the one song I swear to God where Hetfield like mentions current events. Uh, he mentions nine eleven. You know, watch the towers hit the ground. He says that in the song, and to me, when you know, I political science major went to university. Uh, and, you know, hearing Hetfield just say, I watched the towers hit the ground. That struck a chord with me in that song. I kind of gravitated towards just, as, just because of that lyric alone. But anyway.
1: Po- powerful lyric. I thought you were going to say it was because of Kirk's uh, bicycle parts guitar he plays on Judas Live.
3: <laughs> oh, that's right. On, on Quebec Magnetic. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What the hell is that thing?
1: That is a... Uh... I'll let Jeff say the first word. The second word of it is a birdfish.
2: I still don't know if I, I've, you know, I guess nobody has ever written in on. We hate haven't mail. had any
1: hate train mail because of this.
2: Yeah, so I guess maybe I am saying it right, but I, it's I, th- I think it's like truffadele or something like that, or truffadel or it's something along the lines of that. I maybe think it's, it's a truffle. Truffle, yeah, truffle. yeah, like a chocolate. I don't know. I, th- I think it might be <laughs> French. I don't honestly know much about those guitars, other than they're really expensive. And I know so. I know the I know the model is a Birdfish,
1: or the make is a Birdfish.
2: It, I it's it's one of those guitars that it's so ugly that it's cool, so that works. <laughs> I know that it's so expensive; I'll never afford one. So I guess I never really looked into it past that. <laughs> You're not too worried about it then, right? I'm like, well, twelve thousand dollars. I probably will not be buying one of those anytime soon.
1: Kind of like when people are like, Shane, you don't know anything about a Ferrari or a Lambo? It's like, no, I don't think that's uh, in my lifetime anytime soon, so I'm not going to research them much.
2: Well, I mean, that's that's, that's a touchy subject when it comes to cars. You're the car guy, Jeff. Come on. Yes, but cars are different.
1: It's either a Ferrari or a birdfish. Take your pick.
2: Because (laughs) $180,000 $380,000 on a car versus... I could buy a $12,000 car, but I Get
1: just your know, priority straight.
2: I'm just not going to spend 12 grand on a birdfish. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. to use on one song.
3: So Chevy, Chevy Cavalier or Birdfish guitar? I guess
2: <laughs> oh, well, I'm definitely taking the Cavalier. I'm going <laughs> to engine swap that thing with a big turbo and we're going <laughs> to we're going to send the rods packing.
1: Excellent. All right, Jesse, if I got this right, it was Halo, Line, and then Judas, correct?
3: No, no. Sorry, Judas was not Actually, officially, a song. I just went on. Oh, on I'm sorry. And...
1: It was line.
3: Yeah. So, n- end of the line was number nine. Uh, number ten, my friend of misery. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: God, that's popular. Yeah.
3: Number eleven. I think you're gonna be shocked. But to me, it's all about that <laughs> it's all about that opening riff. It's just like I don't know if I can uh, I can try to both both talic it. It's like dream. I don't know down. Spanner down to dinner, down, 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 down. <laughs> anyway.
2: Jeff name that tune.
3: <laughs>
2: wow, that was
3: that was interesting. Number 11 Prince Charming. There it was. Given the right placement in the arena, it would melt my face, you know. I that. think
2: I think you and about a bunch of other people agree with the same statement because you are not the first, second third or a, maybe even fourth person that we've had on that has said Prince Charming for some reason that song has become very popular in this segment and I,
0: I love it but I
2: don't get it <laughs> I mean I do get it because it's a good song but it's just like I never have thought ever that that would be the song that keeps getting brought up I would guess we'd hear
1: that one out of 10 guests here we are season three episode nine episode nine we've heard it four times
2: I think it's interesting when you hear Prince Charming more than you hear Sandman and puppets in the well, setlist.
1: <laughs> we haven't had Sandman yet,
2: <laughs> right? Exactly.
3: And <laughs> you talk about a dream setlist. I imagine your guests have seen Metallic enough times that Sandman's played every time, right? Like, this is
2: true, but there is plenty of songs that plenty have get plenty of guests have said that they play all the time like I'm sure I think Bells has been said that song gets played all the time Puppets has been said that gets played all the time I think Mm -hmm. one has been said Mm -hmm. you know so I mean I don't think it's a matter well obviously it is a matter of people hearing it enough but (laughs) I don't think it's just because it's a popular song because we've had plenty of other popular songs I'm honestly just a little surprised that I or we haven't heard Sandman at least one time
3: nice Wait, wait till
2: my set list Jeff
3: I got a, a member of my Fask and Destroy crew. Uh, that's his favorite song. You know, and... you Sandman is? Yeah, yeah. And so you kind of, you hear about those people. But, you you know. hear about those people? I like how he <laughs> said
0: that. But, Jesse uh, said
1: that like it was like Bigfoot in the woods.
2: Right. <laughs> Sasquatch and Saskatoon.
0: It's Sam's going in tricky and there's one right outside my fucking door right now. He's trying to get into my shed.
3: But yeah, and he, he's like, this guy's guy old school now. I swear to God. Like he's, you know, he's more like Motley Crue, Kiss, all that sort of thing. But, you know, he's, he's old school. Sandman's his favorite. So, but um, I'm going to keep going. So we got Prince Charming at number 11. Saint Anger, at number 12. Love yes. Yes. Wow. Yep.
2: My night has been complete. I can sign off now. Thank you, Jesse. It's been nice talking to you.
3: Great talking to you, Jeff. <laughs>
2: I'm so glad he said that. I'm a huge Saint Anger fan. I'm probably the biggest Saint Anger fan I've ever met. So,
3: nice. That's awesome. I'll be number two. Um, All right. We uh, when we went to uh, S and M in 2019, we went to, my wife and I went to S and M two in San Francisco, and uh, we actually hit a Raiders game after after the concert. But uh, the, the the day in between, we we took a bus from San Francisco to. Uh, san rafael to, to go see metallica headquarters you know stand out there like a bunch of idiot stalkers or whatever but uh
2: <laughs> or like or like you know we someone, someone who i won't mention tries to open the front door and get in i don't know who <laughs> did that
1: Just i'll just walk in why not for the record it was not me
2: for the record it was totally me because i said fuck it i'm here why would i not try it what's <laughs> the worst that's gonna happen What's the worst thing? I I open the door and someone says, "Uh, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. (laughs) I said, fuck it, I'm here. I tried opening the door and it was locked and that was that.
3: There's no sign that says do not enter.
2: Exactly, that's what I was like, well.
3: And And the best part is
1: Jeff, yeah, trespassers will be electrocuted. Jeff, the best part is one of the employees came out with a cup full of picks.
2: Yep, a cup full of picks after I tried opening And he's like, door. what are you
1: guys doing? We're like, oh, we're in a Metallica tribute band. We're playing at the Hard Rock and San Fran later today. He's like, oh, here, I'll be right back, and comes out with a solo cup full of picks. And, God, it was just a handful for all of us.
2: And so had I not tried to get into HQ, we wouldn't have got to talk to whoever the fuck that was. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, the reason I started talking, Saying this because on the way, if you've ever taken the bus from San Francisco to San Rafael, you pass the San Quentin prison on the way, yep. where the Saint Anger song video uh, was filmed. And you got it. I didn't realize that, so I'm just looking out the window of the bus, and I see San Quentin next right, and fuck, blew my blew my mind. I, I started jumping. It was a it wasn't like a tour, but it was just a city bus. And you know, I, I'm. I'm wearing my Raiders jersey and my Metallica shorts, my, my 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 surfing shorts, and and I'm jumping up and down on the bus.
0: Fucking sad, Quentin.
1: And other people on the bus are like, "What the fuck is that guy's problem?"
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. They're like, uh, "Yeah, we're aware."
1: <laughs> Who's ever been so excited to be on a city bus and see prison? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: his dad must be there or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Welcome to San Quentin We're all excited you're here Staff and inmates alike One thing I do have to tell you Before you enter The state has a no hostage policy In the, the likely event that you are taken hostage The state will not negotiate the release In exchange for the release of an inmate We're passing
1: San Quentin <laughs> We're madly in anger with you And we're going to fucking HQ Take that sucker!
0: Sucker!
3: After San Anger going to keep it keep it heavy because say what you want about the song St. Anger it's damn heavy but to keep it heavy with holier than yeah. thou holier than thou at number
1: 13. Ooh, I like that that's a good transition yeah, even though it's different tunings I like that holier live is fucking it's up there
3: yeah I never saw it live myself but
1: oh it hits hard
3: it, again, it's one of those like pure thrash. If you ask me what's the thrash song on it on Black Album, and it's it's holier than now.
1: Uh, love it, highly underrated in my opinion.
3: Uh, but now you know, we've had a little bit of heavy, 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 and and fast, and 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 we're bringing it down. We're gonna go with Fixer, yes, number 14. Fixer, great transition.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Great transition.
3: Um. Fixer, it's long, obviously, uh, but that doesn't scare me for number fifteen. For going with Master of Puppets, I just there I, it is, Jeff. Yep, I feel like that's a good transition after Fixer. You know that when they do that thing, where they they kind of hold the note. Dun, yeah, dun, dun. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just works for me. Um, Great. Then. Creeping Death. There we go. What did I say? Late in the late in the card.
1: That just came full circle, and voting for all comes to slot sixteen. Creep. <laughs> Later on, Jeffy.
3: And uh right now we're kinda letting the fans know the show is getting to an end. Letting them know. So number seventeen, O'Rion. Give him something to think about. Give him something That to is
1: think. late, late in the set to play O'Rion. I like that. Mellow, but uh very interesting
3: yeah I w- it's one of those things live uh they did it a few times with with rob i don't know if they ever did it with jason or with with cliff but i've seen it with rob and uh, not live myself just on videos youtube but uh fuck that's it's such a good such a good song i i i i am a little choked they, they included it in through the never but not to the live audience. It was, a after the concert kind of, it was
1: the, it was the credits.
3: Yeah. No fans or whatever. I think think they Mm -hmm. played it for us live, but whatever.
1: So you're going from creeping death and then it kind of comes down a little bit to Orion, which means the last song has to be "Bread fan and just end on a high
3: fast. The way way I picture it is, (laughs) is the show ends at creeping death, the encore, they come out, they don't say a word to start playing orion okay okay and then um after orion it's it's not unlike red fan but it's hardwired to self-destruct to close the show wow as a
1: closer jeff i'd be
2: totally happy closing with that especially with the tape i'd be like all right here we go two minutes of playing and i'm done thank you good night
1: so that would include the intro tape, Jesse, like they do I'm it live? Gonna
2: say, I'm
3: going to
1: say
2: no tape.
3: Because, I mean, oh. opening, yeah, there's a tape. You, you open the okay. show, there's a tape. Closing, no, there's no tape. It's, it's right into
1: the, right into the riff.
3: I, and I was, at, I was at the Minneapolis show in 2016 where they debuted the, sh- the hardwired and they, so I'm a fan of that. I liked it. I enjoyed that.
1: That's huge. No tape, Jeff, Right into the right into the bread and butter of it.
0: All right, all right.
1: Dude, that is not only powerful, Jesse, but unique. To recap, Free Speech, Motor Breath, Dyers, Sleeps, Blackened 2020, Thing, Murder 1, Halo, End of the Line, My Friend of Misery, Prince Charming, Jeff's favorite song of all time, Street Anger, (laughs) Holier Fixer, Puppets Creep. Orion, and we're so fucked shit out of luck to close her out. That's solid, Jesse. Nicely done.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
2: I like it.
1: As everybody knows, uh, Jeff and I made our set list before the start of season three. He doesn't know mine. I don't know his. At the end of the season, we compare everyone's set list that's uh, been a guest on the show, and the uh, top two who come closest to Arcellus wins a little bit of an end podcast for all prize. Jeff, I have to admit I made one edit to mine this week. I didn't change a song. I just changed a little detail about one.
2: That's all right. I mean, got to do, got to so- do just to make it fit.
1: The song hasn't changed, but I have details about certain guitars that are being used. And I it just came to me the other day on an airplane at 41,000 feet over Salt Lake City, and I just said this song needs to just be discussed about what guitar we're using.
2: I'm glad you said that because I did add a detail to mine as well without changing any songs, but I did add a detail that... Well, I'll explain to you when we get to there. I'll say, remember that detail I was talking about? This is that detail I added. I love it. It
1: just came to me, and I thought I just need to tell people what guitar Kirk is playing during this because it Fits the song because it has to that. be
2: the black Les Paul custom.
1: That may or may not be in my set list but that was not the edit I had to make. But I have to admit the the uh, the black Les Paul is in my top three Kirk guitars.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. You know I'm a big Gibson fan, so but I, all of the Les Pauls he's used; those are my favorite. Greeny, the black one, the, you the red have one a, Saint Anger
1: you have a high taste in Les Paul guitars price-wise, I should
3: say.
2: Yeah. I've always been a sucker for expensive Les Pauls. Oh, so smooth.
3: I remember we were at uh, sm and M We were pretty high up. We were at the like top level, top, top row, whatever, not, not probably only like 10 rows behind us, you know, top of the chase center or what the hell was it called? Yeah, it was chase center. And, uh, and right before they played moth, uh, I, uh, I'm looking, I'm seeing Hetfield, I'm see, uh, he gets handed a guitar, I'm, I'm looking at that, I say to my wife, I say to Jody, I say, that's his moth guitar, and it's yeah. right into moth, and she's like, how did you see that from here? I, like, oh, no. I love that guitar, that's, that's my favorite, I, I don't, as far as sound goes, I don't know, but as far as look, that is the 3132
1: uh,
3: ever seen in my life.
2: Still to this day, one of my favorite Hetfield guitars is the Satin Purple Les Paul Custom that he played on the new song in 06. Oh, really? I don't know. Not I've, the other I've,
1: new song, just the new
2: song. Yeah, because that one was in drop C, so that was right. like a Saint Anger, Saint, I can't even talk, a Saint Anger era guitar. Right. And I've, there's every time I see it, there's always been something about that dark, you know, purple satin les paul custom it's just fucking badass
1: don't chastise me if i get this wrong was that an eclipse
2: no that was <clears throat> excuse me that was an actual gibson les paul custom okay God, i thought that dark purple was an esp like
1: eclipse model
2: no it was an actual gibson and it's
1: he didn't see it much either
2: no and i would be curious to know if he still has it you know, it's like those guitars that you see them play every once in a while, and then you don't ever see them again. It makes you wonder: do do they keep them? You know, because you know, obviously we know that they have a re- Oh they do they have a ridiculous amount of guitars, but it makes you wonder, like, because they've gotten rid of some iconic guitars that they've either donated to, you know, museums this and that. I wonder if the ones that they don't care about, do they do they keep them or do they just get rid of them? And be like, all right, sell it or donate it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Donate it to one, please. Yeah, Dante Jeff Winslow's
1: The Guitar Fund. So you're saying that's one of your favorites or it is your favorite? One of my favorites. I was going to say, if you were going to say that's your favorite, I don't know what you're smoking tonight, but I want to take a hit.
2: <laughs> no, it's definitely not my favorite of all time, but it's one of my favorites.
1: Because it's the St. Anger era. You love that. You love Les Pauls. And it was tuned down, so I'm, I'm guessing those are the three reasons that it's up there for you.
2: Well, and it looks badass, that purple satin. It's just, it's cool. You don't see a lot of them.
1: True. But there's no Eat fucker Ken Lawrence double neck.
2: Well, the Ken Lawrence will probably always be my favorite.
1: The single neck. Yes. Okay. The Over the Eat Fuck?
2: Yeah, honestly. Wow. The Ken Lawrence has been, that's been my, like, the iconic field axe, in my opinion.
1: I agree. Dude, when we start talking about Talica and opening up with free speech for the dumb, I knew this was gonna be a pretty special episode. Can't wait to edit this, can't wait to publish it, can't wait to get some feedback. Jesse, you gotta send us a picture of Talica. It's it we we gotta see her.
3: Absolutely. Okay, I'll do that.
1: Metallica fan.
3: Yeah, I've I, you know, when they're doing Metallica Mondays, I would bring the, the girls down, we'd watch some of the shows. Um nice. Yeah, she she plays a little game on the iPad called Roblox and on um, I don't know it's like I don't know if you know I'm not going to describe Roblox.
2: My kids are obsessed with Roblox. I know exactly what it is. <laughs>
3: what uh what is it? It's, it's a it's
2: a it's a game. It, yeah, it's a it's a game that kids can play on the phone or the iPad and essentially you're like these block characters but you can customize your character okay. and long story short there's literally hundreds of thousands of games and like worlds that they can load in and just do everything from run a pizza chain to jump across mountains to just whatever it's like and it's all online so they're playing with people it's really quite crazy for a kid's game if you think about it
0: so what
1: you're saying is it's cooler than that minecraft shit
2: it's like minecraft but with the option of being literally you could search like anything you could probably search metallica and roblox in is, is that where you're going with that <laughs> that's where
3: i'm going with it and so one day she just walks up to me with the ipad and she's like so that metallica album called ride the lightning do you like that album i'm like yeah i do actually it's a good one and she shows me the, the roblox level and uh someone had done i don't know some roblox world where they had sculpted you know big versions of of all the albums so it's like it's a it's a it's a graveyard and it's uh it's or or no, sorry, the, the there was a Master Puppets one there too, but there's the, the the electric chair. So they had sculpted this 3D Ride the Lightning album cover and then beside that was a Master Puppets and so she's she was uh, connecting with me that way through her Roblox, the her love of Roblox and my love of Metallica and, and then she started asking about about Ride the Lightning. She brought up trapped under ice. I don't even know where the hell she came up with bringing up trapped under <laughs> ice. What she brought up they, that they probably had the
2: song on the game because like you walk up to certain areas in that game and like it'll just start playing music and stuff. It's really quite like I said. It's pretty creative what these kids and these creators of these worlds come up with because essentially, it yeah, it's like people will take like what you said. It's taking the album cover and bringing it to life so that someone can play a game within you know the album cover essentially yeah i need to have a kid i mean <laughs> they're not completely terrible to be honest i mean they're... <laughs> dude i'm just thinking if i have a kid
1: then we can talk about video games and metallica and what i could name my child is it's the opportunities are just endless now
2: you could have a boy and name him orion it'd be perfect
1: fan bread, <laughs> fan bread.
2: Maybe you shouldn't have kids.
1: <laughs> Maybe I should hold off on that. <laughs> Talik is tough to beat. That is that is so cool, is. so special. Thanks for sharing that, Jesse. That is so cool. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks again for coming on podcast for all man. Uh, season three, episode nine. A heck of a dream. No more set list. There's a few of those songs on mine. I'm sure there's a few of them on Jeff's. Indeed. We get, we get to share those in a, uh, oh, about five, six weeks from now, when we can. Declare a winner for the Dream No More Set List contest.
2: We're getting close here.
1: And don't forget to vote tomorrow in Voting for All. Your favorite opener, Creeping Death versus Bread Fan. That's going to be quite the entertainment to watch as the poll goes on through the day.
2: Yes. So make sure you, Instagram people, do the right thing and let's make this a 99 to 1.
1: Jesse, if I remember right, is Regina close to a city called Moose Jaw?
3: It sure is. Yeah, it's about 40 minutes away.
1: I don't know why that just came into my head, but uh, as a kid, I drove through there and I thought Moose Jaw is one of the coolest names for a town in really the middle of nowhere.
3: And their claim to fame is that um, Al Capone did business there. Oh, cool. Underground tunnels. He shipped the liquor during Prohibition through Moose Jaw underground tunnels. But, you know, I got to say, we talked about this a little bit earlier and uh, every band that comes through Regina, every single band that comes through Regina makes a joke on stage. They say, Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. And, um, <laughs> every, every band, I swear to God, Paul, but how M- can you not Paul McCartney made that damn joke? Um, wow. Uh, and so. So we all we're all supposed to laugh every time, but every band says it. Uh, and and, and
2: uh, I mean, I may have been thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it because it just seemed right, like right. Yeah. oh, sure, bud, sure. That's that's like when you go to Kansas and make the old Wizard of Oz joke to people that live
3: in Kansas. And so yeah, moose jaw, you know, is is just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the city that rhymes with fun. So you got the jaw, and you got the giant. <laughs> They're
2: not that far off. Jaina.
1: It all just came full circle. I am I am glad I asked. Great story. <laughs> Jeff, we gotta go rocking Regina.
2: Let's go. I'm I'm on I'm on the plane right now.
1: The YQR. We can open up with free speech and we can close with hardwired. Hell we, yeah. We can, we can handle
3: that shit. I could do that. QR summers. QR is Queen City. Q is the Q stands for Queen. Queen
1: City. What song, what song of Metallica's has a queen in it? I'm trying to think off the bat.
3: I don't know, but we could play The Prince. That's close enough.
1: Dude, you're on to something. And King Nothing. There you go. Boom!
2: Sorry, no queen, but we got The Prince and The King.
1: <laughs> Jesse, we've had fun, man. We uh, hope to cross paths soon. For sure. Season 3, Episode 9. You the fan, come on and Podcast for All. Drive the discussion. Decide the topics. We want to hear from all of you. And PodcastforAll at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Stay warm up there, Jesse, and we will talk soon, my man. Thank you. See you, dude. See you. Yeah.